In conclusion, let me say that the fact that we are having a conversation, so many of us as heads of state from our good continent, and we are discussing food is, is not a very interesting thing to do. I think we should be discussing beyond food 60 years after independence. We should be discussing about how agriculture is not just going to feed, but is going to create jobs, is going to create revenue, is going to add value, we're going to do export, and that is really the trajectory that the people of this continent expect us as heads of state to have a conversation about. Thank you. That was President William Ruto of Kenya speaking at a recent Dakar 2 Feed Africa Summit. Of course, his words, my voice here. Many local workers in Africa who are penalized by prejudice about their capacities, pressured by their social environments, and paralyzed by self-doubt need guidance to boost their confidence, their competence, and their compensation. That's why the Homegrown and World Class podcast provides practical guidance to help you grow from where you stand to where you stand out. Because local workers in Africa must know that excellence is not an import product. Hi, this is Paul J. Braga bringing you episode 17 of the Homegrown and World Class podcast on localization failures in agriculture. The Feed Africa Summit was an event that all speakers agreed was timely, given the food insecurity hitting parts of the African continent and the threat of famine looming. The continent's failure to feed itself and to live up to its potential justified a sense of embarrassment perceptible in President Ruto's statement. While the summit raised the causes of the failure, it focused on the way forward, namely farming and fertilizing to feed Africa and to feed the world. In the words of President Akinwumi Adeshina of the African Development Bank Group, the AFDB, Africa feeding itself is the low bar and Africa feeding the world is the high bar. Financial institutions have already committed 30 billion US dollars to that end, including 10 billion US dollars committed by the AFDB. Moreover, the 34 African heads of state and government who attended the summit moderated presidential councils for food and agricultural delivery compacts for their respective countries, engaging development partners. Outcomes of the compacts include time-bound implementation and monitoring plans. Now, Africa has been a net importer of food and agricultural products since the early 80s, according to the Food and Agriculture Organization, FAO. Will it take shorter to address the problem than it has been in the making? How long will it take from the forum in Dakar to the farms, to our forks or fingers? How long will today's 294 million hungry Africans wait before Africa changes from net importer to net 
exporter of food and agricultural products, feeding itself in the process. Not decades, not too long, we hear. Ethiopia and Zimbabwe already showing the way to self-sufficiency for wheat over a couple of years. With the right technologies, including improved seeds, adapted fertilizers and irrigation, and proper policy measures, Africa can make it in many more agricultural value chains. That was the optimistic conclusion of the Feed Africa Summit, echoing the trajectory President Ruto of Kenya so eloquently alluded to in his own conclusion. You've been listening to Homegrown and World Class, the podcast that addresses Africa's skills gap one worker at a time and helps you grow from where you stand to where you stand out as a local worker in Africa. Remember, excellence is not an import product. Subscribe to the podcast, join the conversation and start your homegrown to world-class journey today. Visit www.homegrownandworldclass.com.